Hello friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries and welcome to our program today. We are going to have Church on the Road. So sit back, listen, and enjoy this program today. And do us a favor and call the radio station and tell them that you really enjoy listening to Church on the Road. program for you. I know you're going to enjoy today and you're going to want to get more copies of this. So give us a call 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org or you can email me at gary.lonesomeroad at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now sit back, listen, and enjoy today's program from Lonesome Road Ministries Church on the Road. Give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you. From town to town There's so much I gotta see I gotta look around I got diesel smoke rolling From two crumb stacks My address is 408-414 A big blue mag Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line This is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries, and today's program is sponsored by Crane Transport of Oakwood, Georgia. Crane is a family-owned, faith-based trucking company. They have over 300 trucks and over 800 trailers, and they're looking for some great drivers that want to drive for a good company, making good money. Crane Transport has a great reputation for service. So drivers, if you're looking for a company that will consider you family, I recommend Crane Transport. Check out their website, cranetransport.inc.com or give them a call, 770-532-0057. 
You can call and talk with Will Rogers, the safety and compliance trainer. He wants to hear from you and answer any questions you might have. And he will also pray for you. He wants to be a help to you drivers out there on the road. So friends, check out Crane Transport slash inc.com and then call Will Rogers, 770-532-0057, extension 3281. You'll be glad you did. Found myself on a walkway, but I couldn't help but run. Driving my life in the fast lane, not far ahead of the gun. I take a pill to get up in the morning And the whiskey got me to bed I never thought I'd ever see 40 All I've been through, guess I should be dead I was searching for a life full of profit When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold in a pocket When he told me riches untold Searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow began told me trust Jesus I'd tell him he was just a man and I was hell bent to be a free bird to fly away and never land Mama was right about Jesus He's the way, He's the truth, and He's the life He walked through hell to free us I've walked through hell to find His life Searching for a life full of profit When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold 
And he told me of riches untold I was searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow begins Yes, I found where the rainbow begins That's our good friend Joe Arview, and his phone number is 618-927-1986. Give him a call. He'll be glad to hear from you and uh, order some of his great, great CDs. How about another song by Joe Arview? Preacher preaches loud and clear Everybody wants to hear The golden hymns and old songs of praise I sure do miss those good old days Sunday chicken afternoons Picking guitars, old-time tunes New dreams about old things Let me wake up to yesterday Old songs I'd rather sing New dreams about old things That old picture book And all us children gather round and take a look Old funny things, those old funny clothes Lord, where did all these good times go? Guess I'll go back when I die Cause I saw heaven in my grandma's eyes New dreams about old things Let me wake up to yesterday Old songs I'd rather sing New dreams about old things We've all got two cars to drive And working two jobs just to stay alive No time for fishing with my three boys Cause I'm making payments on their expensive toys God help us, where did we go wrong? Teach me to sing a brand new old song 
rather sing new dreams about old things. New dreams about old things. New dreams about old things. All right, friends. Now I got a song I want to play for you called Midnight in My Life, and I wrote this sitting up on top of Mount Eagle down in Tennessee one night, thinking about a friend of mine who had lost his wife, trying to find answers, and there's only one answer, and his name is Jesus. Jesus Christ is the answer. Here's uh, Midnight in My Life. Stars in heaven, that's 
you enjoyed that song midnight in my life and now we got the testimony of jim miller jim is a chaplain at the ta truck stop in florence kentucky that's at exit 181 on i-75 and 71 just south of cincinnati jim's a chaplain there and he's also a driver he's still a over-the-road driver out there on the road runs teams out east and spends his off hours there at the ta trying to help drivers out there on this old lonesome road. Jim recently came over and helped us out at the Mid-America Truck Show in Louisville, Kentucky, and we sat and talked half the night one night, and Jim shared his testimony with me for this ministry, and his prayer was that this testimony will help one driver out there on that old lonesome road. After getting to know Jim that weekend, I'm proud to say, here's the testimony of my good friend, Chaplain Jim Miller. My name is Jim Miller. I'm a driver. Uh, I've been driving since the late 70s and we're in 2008, so almost 30 years. And look back, I've uh, been running a team for many, many years, uh, almost close to 25 years. Probably have done maybe in sleeper or behind the wheel 8 million plus miles. So. Somebody says, have you been up and down the highway? I said, yeah, I've been up and down the highway. I kind of know what's happened. Uh, if I look back today as to the job and profession I'm in, would I have chosen it? Probably no. I would have uh, sought more education um, and gone to a different, different uh, avenue to provide for my family. Came out of, uh, actually, I'll be honest with you, I'm 60 years old. Um, really did not come to know the Lord personally. And what I mean by that is inviting him into my heart and life to save me until February of 1991. But 
to go backwards. Um, grew up in a home where we were taken to church, um, but the gospel was never preached in regards to how to have eternal life, how to be saved, how to be born again. Uh, pretty strict. Went to a, a Catholic high school, actually. Um, uh, I don't know how my, my parents were able to afford that. Uh, there's a total of six children, four boys, or four girls and two boys. And uh, my parents were kind of surprised when my twin sister came along because they were not expecting twins, and my dad was making $40 a week. So that gives you an idea. Back in 1947, the year I was born, my sister. Um, went through high school, got out of high school, um, went into the military for a very, very short time, came out on a, on a discharge just due to the fact that it hurt my back, but um, wasn't promiscuous. Did not get into drugs or alcohol and things of this nature. It wasn't too, uh, I had actually got hurt on a job and I was, I was talking to a doctor and he basically was saying, why was I not doing the things that guys my age, my early 20s, was doing? And, and what he was referring to was sexually promiscuous. And uh, I, he kind of said, why aren't you doing this? You know, is there something wrong with you? And I, I'm thinking, no, nothing wrong with me. But so I started dating this young lady and one thing led to another and the next thing we knew she was pregnant. So that wasn't exactly something I wanted to tell my parents or her parents. So we did get married. Um, our son was born uh, and we divorced like three years later. But along with that, there was a lot of abuse, both physical, verbal abuse. Um, nothing that I'm proud of today. Uh, my wife, obviously she divorced me, we went our separate ways. Uh, fortunately, my son turned out to be an awesome man. Uh, he's 37 years old today, but uh, married to a great woman. Uh, and they're in ministry out in Oklahoma. In, Bartlesville, Oklahoma, where he coaches track and is also uh, a teacher in a Christian college. And uh, we are not as close as I'd like us to be. Uh, I wasn't there to support him at all. Uh, he's had open heart surgery. He's had pneumonia more times than I have fingers on my hands. He's had his hips replaced. The one has been replaced twice, the other one's replaced once. And that was actually through chemotherapy and some things, medication that he had taken, it actually it took, attacked his hips and, 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 his, and his bones. But uh, him and his wife are doing well. But uh, getting back to where I was at in my life, uh, like I said, I was married about three years when her, his mother and myself separated. Met another woman. Um, this woman was actually married at the time. She was unhappy in her marriage. She had actually two sons. Um, she divorced her husband. 
uh, and it wasn't that much longer that she became my wife. Still carrying a ton of garbage of my past. Again, something I was not proud of. Uh, this woman thought I was a knight in shining armor, but I wasn't what she thought she was getting. I was abusive. I was verbal, physical. Um, if she was sitting here today, part of this conversation, she was said, he was the most horrible man you could ever meet or be with. And I guess she would be saying, well, why would she marry a guy like you? I guess the answer would be she was looking on the other side of the fence, thinking that the grass was going to be greener, and actually it was burnt. I was abusive to her sons, which are my stepsons. I guess you would call me somewhat of a womanizer. All the things that you would not want a husband to be, I probably was. I, I was not into drugs or alcohol. Then in 1990, uh, I would run into Pennsylvania every week as part of a team, but I, I, I started to get involved with a woman at a truck stop, and uh, one thing led to another. Uh, it was the beginning of a downward slide for me. I was really starting to hit the pits. Uh, my wife and I were at wit's end all the time, and I was straying big time. Uh, not knowing where it was taking me and not realizing how much Satan had control of my life. And I mean control. Uh, I would sneak out of the house and make phone calls to this person. It, I can't even begin to paint a picture. Uh, it almost makes me want to vomit right now because of the stupidity. And it all because of poor choices. I wanted to run with the fast crowd. I wanted to be in the fast lane. Uh, and not worry about the consequences. And I have probably the most beautiful, wonderful wife and how she has been able to put up with me all these years. So things came to a head in the uh, latter part of 1990. My wife divorced me. Uh, didn't know what to do. Absolutely did not know what to do. Um, It saddens me today to think back of all the pain and heartache, the loneliness that she has gone through, the many tears. But somehow, through the grace of God, she has stayed there. Um, I was not living at the house beginning of 1991. Um, well, actually, the fall of 1990, uh, and moved in with an aunt. Um, she never asked questions why or anything like that, but she was a sweet little old aunt that you always want to have around. And 
Um, but she took me in. And uh, just to fast forward just a little bit, I, again, I was out of the house, and actually, I was, one night, it was, it was a weekend. My wife had, and I had been into a, an argument, and I was at my uncle's house, <clears throat> and I, uh, I'd gone to bed, it was a Saturday night, and I was actually, I was wrestling all night long. And it was as, I was wrestling with Satan and I knew what it was. He wanted me and the Lord wanted me. And it was a matter of, I was at the bottom. <clears throat> and sometimes the Lord has to take us to the bottom before we can look up and realize and he's the only answer. It was like a giant hand on my stomach, and I just wrestled and wrestled and wrestled. And I finally had to cry out to the Lord, Lord, please save me. Please come into my life. My life is a mess, and only you, and only you can save me. And for you that may be listening to the CD, <clears throat> being saved and being born again is, is the same. And today, people will say, well, what are you being saved from? You're being saved from hell. Because, like I said, Satan was controlling me. Satan had me. And uh, until I cried out to the Lord to come into my life and heart, to change me, I, if I had died that night prior to me calling on the name of the Lord to come into my life, I would have busted hell wide open. My ticket was punched. I knew it. I knew it. I had heard the message that Jesus was the answer, but I always ignored it because I never heard it growing up. It's still not even talked about at home to my brothers and sisters. Uh, I remember going to church the next Sunday, the next morning, and uh, coming forward and uh, letting someone at the church know what happened the night before. Uh, It'd been great to say that life since has been all pie and ice cream, you know, but it hasn't. Um, <clears throat> things didn't change overnight. Oh, my mouth got cleaned up, um, but I still carried baggage. Um, it's interesting when you start walking with the Lord, He starts with a a piece of clay and he starts molding us and making us into his image where he forgives us of all our sins but yet Satan continually puts it in your head that you're not saved you're not born again your Heavenly Father didn't die on the cross for you he'll give you every conceivable excuse making your your walk with the Lord sometimes very difficult but in God's Word, we, we got to put on that full armor every day. And it's uh, the breastplate, the shield, God's Word, the sword, helmet of salvation, your loins squirted, and your feet firmly planted in His Word. I still struggle every day, not with abuse. The abuse is gone. But there's always the question, am I really walking as close to the Lord as I, I really like to be? And the answer is no. But in 1991, a gentleman by the name of Bill Stevenson approached me about uh, helping him with a truck stop ministry. 
which was in northern Kentucky. He says, Jim, if you, you know, you don't like it, he says, that's no big deal. Well, this was in probably about the mid, mid of 1991. And like I say, Bill introduced me to the truck stop ministry. Knowing dealing with drivers and being a driver for many years and still driving, and this is 2008, um, been ministering to drivers in that capacity, actually they call us chaplains, and um, scared to death, absolutely scared to death, because I, I knew nothing about the Bible, I knew nothing about anything, but I did know that Jesus Christ had come into my life and heart and saved me and changed me, and uh, the Father's not, my Heavenly Father's not finished with me yet. Uh, he hasn't, I'm not the masterpiece, and he's He's not really. I'm not ready to go home yet because I don't believe he's. And he, and I'm sure he he would say that the same thing. I'm not finished with Jim because he's still one of my my servants, and that's what it's about. It's about serving Jesus Christ. I love him. So since 1991 uh, up to today, is 2008. Uh, Bill says you're going to lead the singing. Well, I'm not really a singer, but I love singing. Uh, never took any voice lessons, never, I can't read music. That doesn't mean you can't serve the Lord because his word says make a joyful sound unto the Lord. And uh, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, I tell people all the time I'm either at the truck stop on, on the weekend, Sunday, uh, still driving so I'm not available during the week, but uh, part of Gary Rayburn and, and Rig Ministries uh, passing out CDs, and that's a joy because you can witness to someone even though uh, by simply handing them a CD and, and say, hey, just listen to this and uh, pass it on. Uh, that person may know Jesus Christ, they may not. And when I say knowing them, not just knowing of him, but knowing him personally, it's between your shoulders. It's you. It's not being saved by someone else. Your mom and dad can't do that. Uh, your wife or your children can't get you saved. It's just a personal relationship. When the Lord knocks at the door of your heart, invite him in. Because once you invite him in, someone can ask you if you've been sincere and, and you repent. You know without a shadow of a doubt if you were to have that accident that day or not even be able to get up that next morning and, and, and pass in the middle of the night, that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're spending eternity in heaven. Eternity, once we die, is, is going to be the same amount of time in heaven and hell. It's the choice that we make while we're still here on earth. It's as simple as saying, Lord, forgive me my sins. I am that sinner because we all are. God's word says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. We can't work our way to heaven. If we could do that, how much work would you have to do? And why did Jesus Christ die on the cross if that was the case? He paid the ultimate sacrifice. His own precious son. So drivers and anyone else listen to this CD. The road's long. There's many, many miles. 
I don't know if you're going down the highway. You're sitting at home. Maybe you're in your car. Or maybe you're just totally, totally confused. You've heard what I've been talking to you about having a personal relationship. But the question is, are you a sinner? For God's word says in Romans, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the key word in that, in that, that phrase is all. Each and every one of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The only one that did not sin was Jesus Christ, who they nailed to the cross. Okay, and what is this wages of sin? The wages of sin is death. It's hell. It's separation from Jesus Christ. The one that created you and knew you before the foundation of the world. You're separated from him for eternity. Remember, drivers, eternity is the same in heaven as it is in hell. But the gift of God, it's a free gift, it's already been paid for, is eternal life through Jesus Christ. This is the end of March. We just come through Easter season. And what I want to tell you about is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Being saved and being born again is basically the same thing. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever, that's in such a key word, whosoever, that means you sitting in that cab or in that car or at home, anyone and everyone, shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Sometimes people think that they can work their way to heaven. I guess I got a question there. <clears throat> if you could work your way to heaven, how much work would you have to do? It's impossible. And the other part of that question would be, what was the purpose of Jesus Christ dying on the cross? He died so that you can have eternal life, to pay for all your sins, your past sins, your present sins, and sins you haven't even committed. He's paid for it all, completely. For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourself. It's a gift of God, not of works. You're not going to work your way to heaven. A standing man should boast. If that was the case, you would be boasting on what you did. Oh, I'm a good husband. I'm a good father. I give to the church. I go to I go to church or whatever. But you can't earn your way. You can't work your way in that respect. In the book of Revelations, and let me back up for just a second. Probably if you're in your truck or you're at home. And someone comes and knocks at the door of your house. You're going to do one of two things. You're going to look maybe through the peephole and open the door, or you're not going to open the door at all. But in the book of Revelations 3.20, and let me back up just a second here. The door to your heart has but one handle, and that's on the inside. 
as you're listening to this CD, the Lord's knocking at the door of your heart. And in the book of Revelations 3.20, the Lord says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man or woman hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in to him or her and sup with him or her and he with me. Meaning, I'll come and live inside. I'll dine with you. I'll live with you all the days of your life. So is the Lord knocking at the door of your heart tonight or this morning or this afternoon? If he is, don't turn him away. You already told me you'd either open the door or you'd leave it closed. He's giving you that opportunity today. You may not have tomorrow. If you're a driver and listening to this, you know a skid of the wheel, turn of the wheel, come over that next rise, traffic stopped. You can be out of this world in a in the twinkle of an eye. What's it going to be? It's your choice. Just as you took the choice to, to push the CD in or to get up this morning, go in and have a cup of coffee. Maybe you smoked that cigarette. I don't know. It was your choice. But the one that created everything, the universe, knew you would be listening to this today and he's inviting you to invite him into your he's asking you to invite him into your life and heart to save you so that the day that you die you know without a shadow of a doubt will you spend eternity when you face the Lord and he says why should I allow you into my kingdom he says because I believed in what your son Jesus Christ had done on the cross You can only do that while you're alive. You can't make that decision once you, you have died. you got to make it while you're still living. So, driver, if you were sincere this morning in, or this afternoon while listening to this CD, and you want to ask Jesus Christ into your life, I'd like to lead you in a little prayer that I use. It's basically the things that we've just talked about, but this is the prayer. So if you'd like to, to pray this prayer to the Lord with sincerity in your heart and repentance, repeat after me. Dear Father in heaven, I admit that I'm a sinner and we talked about that. Please forgive me my sins and sins. I believe Jesus is the Son of God and that he died and paid for all my sins and His blood on the, with his blood on the cross. I call on his name to save me. I now receive his life. I believe Jesus is living in me and I am forgiven. I am now a Christian because of this free gift of eternal life. I will be with Jesus when I die. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Thank you, driver, and have a blessed day. my door come on in and ease my pain I've never felt hurt like this before the darkness has covered me from inside 
My shame no longer can I ignore Yes, it's time I realize Jesus is Lord Lord, Lord, come be my friend Please, Lord, forgive me Wash away my sins I surrender my life is yours Jesus is Lord Lord, Lord, hear my song I pray, Lord, keep me strong I know now I was wrong In my heart that's where you belong The darkness has covered me from inside My shame no longer can I ignore Yes, it's time I realize Jesus is Lord Lord, Lord, come be my friend Please, Lord, forgive me Wash away my sins I surrender, my life is yours Jesus is Lord my friend please Lord forgive me wash away my sins I surrender my life is yours Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord Drivers, I know you enjoyed that testimony of Chaplain Jim Miller. Jim's a one of the chaplains at the TA Truck Stop in Florence, Kentucky. Now we got time for one more song from Joe Arview. Here's Joe. My daddy taught me early Around that old moonshine Said to never take a drink, no You gotta keep it between the lines you Gotta keep that pedal down, boy When you cross Kentucky's line Now the law was chasing my daddy but the Lord had me in mind Said you gotta learn your car, son You gotta keep it running tight She's gotta make it through the day But she's gotta run all night 
When you're running from the law Ain't nothing like a fool My daddy ran from the law But I ran from the law You can run but you can't hide Never have peace inside You can take the wheel And get life by the tail Every man's gonna fall No matter how strong or tall That will of God Will always prevail And the one thing you can afford Is to run from the Lord Summer morning, summer round daylight. Daddy was doing the driving, I'd been driving all night. I heard those tires are burning, saw the tractor in the road. That day I didn't go to hell But I didn't have far to go But I woke up in a bean field Daddy wasn't moving none And something just seemed to tell me Daddy made his last run Running from the law, it ain't no big deal, you see. Cause the law never caught my daddy, but the Lord caught up with me. You can run, but you can't hide. Never have peace inside. You can take the wheel to get life by the tail. But every man's gonna fall No matter how strong or tall That will of God will always prevail And the one thing you can't afford Is to run from the door No more run and shine, Daddy I'm a preacher now, Dad. Watch me go. All right, friends, if you prayed that prayer with Chaplain Jim Miller, then give us a call right here at Lonesome Road Ministry at 618-383-2107. We want to send you some CDs, some Bibles, some help that will keep you close to Jesus as you travel out there on the road. And now I want to share my testimony in song. It's called At the Foot of the Tree. This is uh, Dennis McKay, the McKay Project, to sing it for you. This is off of our Lonesome Road Volume 1 CD.
crossroads of life Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree rolling down that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be and I tell everybody what's happened to me how I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken-hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus Foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree
Pulled out of Pittsburgh, rolling down that Easter Seaboard. I got my diesel turned up, and she's running like never before. But there's a speed zone ahead, all right. But I don't see a cop in sight. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it on tonight. I got me ten forward gears and a Georgia overdrive. I don't need no pills, cause my eyes are open wide. I just passed the Volvo and a white. I've been passing everything inside. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it on tonight. I'll take it home. My law goes way behind Nothing bothers me tonight I can dodge all the scales, all right Six days on the road And I'm gonna make it on tonight Well, my rig's a little low But that don't mean she's slow There's a flame from a stack And the smoke's blowing black as coal Well, my hometowns are coming in sight And if you think I'm happy, you're right Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight I said six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Look out, 